You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're back. It is Friday, Christmas Eve Eve. It's 10.31 a.m. And uh, what's the what's the temperature out there? Hold on, let's do a quick weather report. It is 73 degrees. Got another four degrees before we hit our high. And uh, but it's gonna crank down to the 40s tonight, Dick. I'm feeling good about that. That way, Mrs. Skippy won't be keep on cracking on the air conditioner like she does every night. My wife tends to like cover up with the blankets and then crank the AC. Well, in reverse order, she cranks the AC down to 40 and then loads up with blankets, which means I get to freeze to death. But it's more than just Dick and Skippy in the studio. We've got Mr. Terrence Lee Boggs, who's candidate for the Republican chair. Welcome to the studio. Hey, thank you, and Merry Christmas, Merry by the way. Merry Christmas to you, too, by the way. We were so busy kind of pre-talking off the air. I didn't get a chance to say that to you. Appreciate that. So uh, first off, you know, Dick and I have been coming in with all kinds of wild suppositions, so you, you got to set us straight. Talk to us. What is the chair? What's the, the position? The county chair um, is basically the person who is the head of the party. It's like, well, when you talk about the president, you say he's the head of the Democratic Party, the face that people see. That's kind of what the county chair is. Uh, there's a person who's there that, in one sense, it's the pace for the party, is the face of the party, um, is the person that if the national media wants to talk about the state of the Montgomery County uh, Republican Party, they're going to go to the chair. Okay. That's cool. And so uh, so this is a county-wide position then? Yes, so this yes, would be for all the Montgomery County. Absolutely. Office. Now, because I keep on hearing about precinct chairs, and I know obviously, do we know roughly how many precincts there are in Montgomery County? I believe we're up to, they just added eight new. Uh-huh. And so we're right around 98. Whoa. And it keeps changing. Now, that, um, it wasn't that long ago, uh, 30 years, no, 40 years ago, there were only 11. But we are the fastest-growing. Conroe itself is the fastest-growing county in the U.S. As the population increases, they add more chairs, and that's what's happening right now. Wow. Uh, so how, how did you get in this gig? Did you just wake up one Tuesday morning and say, I want to be the Republican chair, uh, county chair? How, how does that work? I actually had uh, other chairs come to me and ask for me to run. Really? And then somebody who's currently running an election, I got a phone call saying, I want you to consider running um, I'll be honest, it's not something normally you'd wake up and say, oh, I want to be. Um, it's, but be, honestly, uh, when I looked at it, I said, okay, there are people saying you should run. I've got a call from somebody who's currently running themselves. And um, I looked at it and said, yeah, that's something I'd like to do, mostly as because I want to serve the party. I want to do whatever I can to help the party. And when I looked at that opportunity, I said, yes, I can bring some things to the table that would help the party. Awesome. So what are the actual... You kind of touched on them briefly, the, 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 the duties of the precinct chair. Let, let's flash forward. Let's say, you know, you, you've gotten the, the nomination, you win the general. Uh, do you tell the precinct chairs what to do? Do you help shape policy, platform? What? Actually, no. Uh, the precinct chair, the county chair is the face of the party to the media and to overall. The precinct chair is your neighborhood person. Okay. Um, at one time, it used to be years ago before federal law stepped in, um, like in Mayor Daley, Chicago. That was the guy that gave you a turkey if you voted Democrat. <laughs> right, um, I remember he that. was the contact for the, the party that was on your neighborhood. And if you need something plowed, you got to plow there, uh, usually way before other people got it because you were in contact with that chair. Obviously, that's changed over the years. Federal law stepped in. They have some rules against that. But the chair is still the person 
who uh, is your facial contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he's um, sending out newsletters and letting you know how things are going on um, in your neighborhood politically, what forums you might want to go to, who's speaking in your area that you can go listen to, especially if they're running for office. Uh, they're the person who's hopefully phone calling you and saying, hey, elections are going to be moved to a new location. Here's where it is. Um, and more importantly, uh, when the party meets, which happens every quarter uh, in Montgomery County, those chairs come together and say, here's what my area wants to see. And they represent you at a higher level so that we can develop. Now, the platform itself is developed in what's called a precinct convention, which happens the night of the election. That's when people um, come to the precinct when the doors close, sit down. And if you want something changed on a party platform, you can submit a new item. And basically, it starts at the precinct level. Then when the county convention uh, meets, it's forwarded up, and a committee sits down and looks over. And if they look really good, it's something that maybe the party should adopt. And then goes to the state convention, and that's where we vote on as a body statewide to say, yeah, that's something that really should be on the platform. So the platform is a bottom-up platform. It starts at the precinct and goes all the way to the state. Wow. So the, that sounds a little different. Usually you think, you know, the muckety-mucks at the top of the party would be saying this is how it's going to be, and it kind of filters down. So uh, one question I had, so we have 90-something precincts here. Are the chairs for that, are they, like, elected? Is this an elected position? Absolutely. Um, so there are, like, have 90 been a precinct- guys running right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Every two years, everyone's back on the ballot, which means this ballot is going to be unusually long. Uh, my position will actually be the last name on the ballot because, uh, oddly enough, the county chair is the last people voted on. So you have to scroll down to the bottom, <laughs> if you like my who I am, and vote for me, but I'm going to be the last name. It's after all, the judges, the commissioners, everything else, it's at the, which is ironic. It's the, uh, the position that helps coordinate the party. But it's the last name on the—I guess it's a servant mentality. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah, you should change your tagline to, like, you know, last on the ballot, first in your heart, something like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Thank well, you. Yeah, I'll take that one. You, you take that and run with it all you want. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so talk to me about day job because, I mean, is, is uh, county chair, is that, a, is that a full-time gig? or No, 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 no. Most—an awful lot of the positions within the party are actually free. What I mean by that, even those who work in Austin uh, as uh, senators and reps and things like that get paid extremely low. You cannot run your um, life based on the pay that you're given being in Austin. It's the same way with the county chair. It's a non-pay position. I'm a school teacher, math, science, fifth grade. Um, awesome. Which, which is one of the reasons why I'm running is that I know how to communicate to the generation coming up. And I've been doing it for quite a few years, about 15 years now. Wow. So with with talking to like younger generations, what's the importance of of technology? Because earlier you said newsletter. I mean, e-newsletters too? Is there a social media presence? Everything. Now, is there currently the answer is no. Within the county, that's one of the areas that has to be developed. Mm-hmm. We don't have the social media presence. We don't have the YouTube channel for the party. Uh, in fact, if you ask people if they've gotten an email from the party this year encouraging them on certain issues, the answer may be no. That's an area that we need to develop out. Now, in terms of me, I use text messaging every day with the, the students that I had, the parents. Mm-hmm. If anyone's under 40, they don't answer their emails quickly as they answer a text message. If I send a text, I'll get it within 15 minutes usually or a phone call. If I send an email, they may wait a day or two because all their friends text them. Right. So that's something you have to understand. Uh, today's generation, for instance, um, and, and this is a messaging issue. There was an article that appeared last week that 50% of those in the um, uh, America under millennials essentially down essentially believe that socialism is the way to go. 
Now, when you read that, that's astounding because that means somewhere up the line, the messaging has become that's a good thing. Socialism's the way to go. Democracy's not working for us. Now, that's a messaging issue. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about millennials down, which is a generation which is, are their YouTube videos that explain our position. Why are we important to vote for? Why should they turn up to vote against certain people who claim to be uh, democratic socialists? Um, what, um, all the way down the line, that has to be done through YouTube. It has to be done through Facebook. It has to be through emailing bullet points saying this is why this election is important. And those type of technologies and abilities need to be immediately because with the problem – how do I put it? Uh, people, Many people in the Democratic Party are not thrilled about the head of the Republican Party currently and obviously would like to see him removed starting with school board positions all the way up to have total control and to take back the party for that. We really don't – at least from my perspective – the Republican Party really doesn't want that to happen, and it's only going to happen if we reclaim our youth. That's a great point to have. We had, we had a uh, uh, candidate in the other day. Uh, Dick, remind me, um, Stephen David, right? Yes. And he was running for uh, the Democratic. Uh, Democratic seat for oh, uh, Brady. Brady, I, I, Kevin Brady's against Brady. Spot. And um, I, I kind of commented that it seems uh, – the Democratic Party historically has been kind of ahead of the curve on reaching the youth. Are, are we is the 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 GOP catching up with that? Actually, it has nationally. Uh, there's a lot of technologies like Nation Builder and other things, which have been put out specifically starting with Clinton on the the Republicans sat down had a good talk to talk with each other and said we've got to change. So they started building their database. Um, anyone who knows anything about databases, you can get what's called points of contact. And essentially looked at things like what do people buy, where do they shop, where do magazines they order, and basically put together a massive list of who will probably back us if we just reach out to them. That's been done on the national basis. A few years ago, the Republican Party in the state of Texas adopted a lot of those technologies that have been developed and essentially started saying, yeah, we need a change. So the Republican Party in Texas has basically been pushing nation builder advantage, a lot of different technologies to get the message out. Now, the problem is that's on a county-by-county county basis as to whether that's adopted. Okay. And in Montgomery County, like I said, the current administration has been there half a century and has really not adopted those technologies as quickly as the state and the national. Uh, I understand that because, it, like I said, the, it changes so quickly that if you don't have younger people involved who come to you and say, hey, this is a new app that I'm using. This would really help our party. You may not even know it's there. And one of the things that I'd like to see happen is interns be hired, preferably people that are in college or just coming out of college, who want to help the party and gain experience themselves on how to be a part of the party, who can help us implement those technologies at a local level. Cool. For those of you like tuning in later, we are talking with Terrence Lee Boggs. He is the candidate for uh, the Republican County Chair. And we're going to go to a quick break real quick. You going to hang around with us for a little bit? I have nowhere else to go but be with you right now. Awesome. He's going to slum it with us a few more minutes. You're talking to Dick and Skippy and Terrence Lee Boggs on Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. 
clean sweep office cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. It's 1044. Oh my gosh, we're running out of time. We've only got 15 minutes or so. So let's get some more information going from Terrence Lee Boggs. Terrence is the uh, candidate for the Republican County Chair. We've been talking all kinds of fun stuff uh, about the, the duties of the, of, uh, the Republican Chair, uh, what the heck a precinct chair is. I'm just laughing that so they're like 90-something small. How many people vote for a precinct chair? Is that like... Whoever's got the biggest household? Uh, that's a good question. And if you're—no, I'm not going to make that joke. Somebody <laughs> get mad at me. Uh, the point is— Oh, you know what show you're on, right? We, we, we don't care about that. Yeah, but no, but the people listening do. They're going, he just said what? No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. These people listen. This is so funny. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> well, I hope. Uh, at least the YouTube video will. Yeah, there uh, we go. The point is, um, it, if the—this yeah, is a true, and it was uh, the research was done recently— if there's an active precinct chair, you bump the turnout at a precinct by 10%. So the issue is, if somebody is sending emails out to their people in their neighborhood, if they're saying that, hi, these are people I, for instance, endorse. I'll give you a name of a couple of people in Montgomery County do this in endorsement letters. Um, you will have a 10% or higher um, uh, people coming to the polls, people active. Um, you just have to basically become a focal point in your area to say, I'm the person who will help you understand some of the issues. There's a woman I know that uh, literally holds uh, wine and cheese parties, things like that, brings people over, sets them down, brings in candidates, and that's on our local precinct level and does a wonderful job of um, getting people involved in the process. Her voting record when she first started, only 20% of her precinct voted. Her, she's currently up to 80%. She's had a 60% growth in turnout just because she was an active precinct chair. Wow. So that actually makes a huge difference. A, a fantastic difference. Now, if you have a precinct chair that uh, is not active, just has the name and only, mm -hmm. that reduces it down to, uh, like I said, 5% in some cases, a very abysmal turnout. So the precinct chair on that level, which is the beginning level of everything, is extremely important to what's happening. And my job as the chair would be to encourage them, A, to be active in the precincts, given the technologies and what they need to make that activity work, and um, support them immensely because they're the basis of the party. And anyone interested in being a precinct chair, I'd say, hey, how can I help you? I want to get you what you need to be successful as a chair. Terrence, it's interesting you say that because earlier you said, uh, you know, like one of the duties of precinct chair or county chair is to support the candidate. And uh, we, we kind of touched about this off the air. Uh, this current administration seems to have like inspired a schism, not exactly a civil war, nothing along those levels. But you know, the president didn't always have the support of his own party. Is that is that a thing? Is that going away? Where where are we on that? 
The current bill that was just signed this week shows that the party's starting to cool a heat around the president we have. I admit he's a different kind of president. He used social media in a vastly different way than what we're used to. Uh, that's understating it. Um, he was a businessman and a TV star. Um, not everyone can do what he does, but he's a unique personality. And the issue was, and that's true of my candidacy, your choice is you can have somebody who's done it forever and really um, has – how do I put it? Uh, is within the mainstream, the, the, what we, you know, what's normally, or you can bring in somebody that's a new voice, different, tries different things, uh, introduces things that they, he suspects will help a lot. And that's always been the choice with the current president. That was, and he's starting to show that the one, the party's cohesing around him. Our base is growing. We just passed a fantastic tax cut for almost 80% of America. And the ones that aren't getting are those who already have money anyway. So it's, is some people said, well, I don't need the money anyway. Well, let him, that's fine. You can donate to the party. He can write a check to the U.S. Treasury. Anytime you want. But essentially, um, I think that's true of the county chair, that basically you could go with what we've always done, or you can say, hey, it's time to move on. Let's try somebody that's not what's been there for a while. Awesome. Great, great answer. Thank you. I was, I was wondering about that. Uh, so county chair, kind of like some s- substantial responsibilities there. We have been talking with Terrence Lee Boggs who's the candidate. Uh, Terrence, do you have like a website or Facebook page you can direct people to? I have both. I have a Facebook page, uh, obviously under my name, and a website which will be up within two days is bogsforchair.com. Bogsforchair.com. We'll make sure to to post that down. So when that website's up, go check them out. Uh, and don't be afraid to ask the, the questions. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those guys that when I go to vote, I like to early vote at the last possible second, but I, I hit the candidates. And, you know, I'll ask the question. I don't care if you're running for school board number 42. You know, I, I, I want to know that. So uh, ask them questions. Uh, Terrence has some answers here. So Terrence did agree to uh, um, take part in a little game. We wanted to kind of like close out the show with Dick. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. Okay. So what I did is I came across uh, some, some funky things that may or may not be allowed on an airplane, according to the current TSA rules. Now, you know, this is not to make anyone look stupid. Uh, but I'm going to throw some stuff out, and I just want you guys to tell me if you think you can take this on an airplane or not. Okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. So according to new TSA rules, I'm just going to uh, go at random, and uh, I may make a couple of these up. Fishing rods. Are they allowed on carry-on luggage? Only when flying over Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what? Technically, you're both correct. Yes, you can take fishing rods. Are They are allowed as either carry-on or check luggage, but you got to check with your airline carrier just to make sure. I like that one. Okay, a fully baked pie. Can you take a fully yes. baked pie on as carry-on? Dick says yes. Terrence is thinking about it. Uh, yes. Okay, you guys aren't like, it's not reflecting my glasses, are you? Because you're both right. You can bring... Higher cake through security, although it might require a little additional screening, and we all know that means the TSA agent is going to take a bite out of it. Yeah, they have to taste it, make sure it's not poisonous. There you go. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Brass knuckles. No. No. You are correct. This is a stupid game. Stupid. Okay. Challenge me here. Challenge you. You only have a couple more minutes. A lighter, cigarette lighter. No. Dick says no. No. <gasps> You're both wrong. Really? Believe it or not, that is a change in the rule. One lighter is approved for carry-on luggage, but two lighters or more with fluid must be checked in 
uh, and Department of Transportation approved cases. People traveling with lighters without fluid may bring as many as they want and check luggage. Ha! Gotcha. Finally with one. Uh, what's next? Uh, parachutes. That would be that would be pretty funny. Can you bring a parachute on as a checked? Uh, yes. As, as a, as a yes. carry on. Yes. Uh, as a carry on. You're saying as a carry on. <laughs> Depending on which airline, it might be the necessity. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yes. You're right. You can bring a parachute in your carry-on or checked luggage. You just make sure the rig is separated from other parts of your luggage and arrive half an hour early in case the TSA wants to ask you some questions, like why the hell you're bringing a parachute yeah. on board. The real the question is, can you store it underneath your seat? That's what I want. No, to you yeah. just don't take it off. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. That's... That sucker is on the whole time. It's the conversation starter. Okay, and finally, uh, human remains. You know, yeah. if we crash. That's what you tell people. Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh, I'm not saying we're going to crash. So human remains. So like a, like a urn with people's like your ashes in it? The, the phrase is human remains. So yeah, I would say yes. Uh, this is a trick one. Yeah. No. It depends. According to a TSA rule, yeah, cremated totally. human remains are allowed on board or in check baggage. Ceremar- but ceremony lines do not allow them as check baggage. So be sure to check with the airline before flying. For a carry-on... Crematory remains should be placed in a wood, cardboard, or plastic container, as metal urns may not be allowed through security, which screws me up because I intend to be cremated and put into a, a, a coffee can, a chock full of nuts. I'm just going to claim that was my cigarette ashes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, well, thanks for playing weird things you That's can or boring. can't bring on. What about alcohol? Can you bring alcohol on? Does that have that uh, on the list? As get, oh, actually, yeah, hold on. I was one question I always wondered if you're – I heard a person say you can bring little bottles of alcohol, though you only bring yeah, as so long many. Yeah, as, as long as under 3.4 ounces. But you can't – Because it's a 3.4 ounce, ounce rule. Okay. Okay, so these are things you can bring on. Can bring on. Antlers, kayaks and bikes, uh, ice skates and rollerblades. Wench, uh, wrenches, not wenches. Well, you can bring a wench on if you want to. Wrenches, pliers, and screwdrivers, as long as they are less than seven inches long. Knitting needles. You can bring knitting needles. You just can't bring circular thread cutters or any cutter with the blade. So, hey, if terrorists want to take over your plane, you can't, you know, pull a knife on them. But by golly, you can stab them with your knitting, knitting needles. needles. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, there was something about alcohol. As long as it doesn't break the 3.4 ounce rule. Is that per bottle or total accumulated alcohol? Uh, I don't know. I, I think you got to call the It's per bottle. It's, uh, the, it's the three-in-one rule, right? I know. We know more. what the second suitcase is for. That's right. Uh, we've been talking to Terrence Lee Boggs. Hey, thanks for being in with us today. Thanks for telling us all about uh, your campaign. Go to BoggsForChair.com in the next day or two or hit his Facebook page. Find out all about the uh, chair. Dick, this is our last time broadcasting before Christmas. Yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday. Yeah. Merry so, Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everyone. everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, as I sign out today, I want to let you know a very special thank you to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Clean Sweep, clean sweep Cleaning, OfficeCleaning.com. Conroe Coffee, they make the conf- coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Man, I'm just stepping all over my tongue. Say goodnight, guys. We'll be back. We podcasted everything today, so if you're just now joining us, the Morning's Lone Star, check us out on podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, YouTube will be up later in the evening. Outside that, Merry Christmas, everybody. Check out our lineup, IRLoneStar.com, and also uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll not be here Monday. for We're going to be celebrating Christmas or going to be too hungry from Christmas Eve. Either or, we're just not going to be here. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you later.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.